You are listening to the Fire and Lunch Podcast. As a reminder to those listeners wishing to remain unspoiled for the books, run. This is an all-spoiler podcast. All published books and novellas are fair game. Thanks. And who are you, the proud face said that I must eat this pie? This podcast is brought to you by Heddle's Severed Head Cake Pops, the perfect edible souvenir for your next public execution. Hello, we are Fire and Lunch. Welcome to the podcast. This is our bonus episode where we're going to ramble a little bit about the season so far and talk about what we're excited for in the seasons to come. I'm Katie. I'm Rachel. I'm Jenny. I'm Lauren. I'm Megan. And I'm Jess. All right. So for the getting to know us portion, we actually went to our second outing at Archery courtesy of hidden gems and uh, i think this is the first time all of us were there together yes yes does anybody want to start with their experience we were I hit better things this time <laughs> Yay! congratulations lauren Yay me! i had arrows with all the feathers on it so you know that worked better yeah well, but yes. your arrow was coming back at us well so did yours lauren <laughs> but mine was a little little closer to the the actual target yours was closer to us <laughs> what are you trying to say? You got more points than I did. Exactly. <laughs> so, well, yeah, so I, I thought ti- it was funny. Oh, go ahead. I was I'm gonna sorry. say one time. What we're talking about is, <laughs> at some point during the instruction, they told us something. If we did something, then the arrow would just bounce off the target, which I was not paying attention to. But it happened. First, <laughs> first Lauren went, and hers just bounced off a little bit, and then I went after her, and mine bounced back almost all the way to us. So that was special. Anyway, continue. <laughs> I was going to say that I thought it was great that Katie took it upon herself to break every safety rule <laughs> that they listed in the first half of our course. Like, she wandered in front of people who were loading arrows. She just that wandered in out service. in front of us. I missed that part. <laughs> that was in service of the Tumblr post, okay? We needed the picture. <laughs> Mind you, Katie, you mentioned the last time you had archery, what had happened to you? What, the last? Oh, the yes. last time. Yeah. So the last time I didn't actually have an arm guard put on me. I, they were much more organized this time. I definitely was noticing they kind of had everybody on point with the safety gear. But last time I missed that part and I did my first shot and I was a little bit too turned out. And I got this gnarly burn all up across my upper arm here, my forearm. And I was Ow. so proud of it. I was going to a wedding. I was like, yeah, look at my look at my sick burn. I got that at archery, man. <laughs> Well, what else yes, did you got? Something you... special yesterday? What was? Didn't that? you get a? Didn't you get? Didn't you get a, a bullseye? Oh, she I did. did. How did she you did. forget that? I did get a bullseye. Well, because Jess also was getting some pretty awesome bullseyes too. Katie's, oh. your, yours is like in the middle of the. Yeah, yours was like smack dab. It was oh, like okay. your crowning glory. That is, I'm never gonna do that again. Pixar didn't happen. We do have a picture. No, I don't think we have a picture. Do we have a picture of that one? We have a picture. Oh, I sent a picture. Oh, okay. Yeah. I had a a close to a bullseye in there, so I definitely took a picture. Well, well, we had a pretty awesome, you, me, and Jenny had a pretty awesome moment right at the end there. Yes. It was awesome. Where we were channeling our Jon Snow, defending the wall. Who wants to tell that story? Up until that point, it had been so bad, so I was just like, okay, everybody. And I did my best Jon Snow voice, and then everybody else like picked it up. Like I think I uh-huh. said notch or draw or something, and then everybody else just went through the list, and we did it all in unison. And, and we awesome. all like 
Yeah, we all hit the, we the bullseye all did a bullseye at once. Eye. It was quite impressive. We were not as yeah. good the second time. No. But anyway, yes, Hidden Gems Archery, they were great. Um, we I would definitely go again. Would you guys? Yeah. yeah. Well, well, we... We've done it. This is the second We've time. We've done this so the I second time. Go. But, <laughs> so if anybody out there wants to do archery in the New York area, check them out. Hidden Gems. They're on Living Social and Groupon all the time. Yeah, and Q's a great teacher, too. Yeah, she, she is. is great. I ran into her afterwards. I was coming back from eating dinner with Laura, my friend Laura, and uh, she's like, I remember you because you're your shirt, the Target. <laughs> she's like, you're going to come back? I'm like, yes, I will be back. Well, you were wearing the Hawkeye shirt, and you were the I best was. shot. Uh, we also had some fun experiences going on today with parts of us. Um, anyone want to talk about the cake pops? I could start. Okay. So I get to Megan's house in tears. Why? <laughs> Why? Why? <laughs> Megan had to give me tissues. I was reading my book on the train oh. and I got to a really, really sad part of it. And so I was crying on the train. I don't know. People must have thought Jenny was really mean to me. Yeah, I'm the jerk who's sitting there while she's sobbing next to me, doing nothing. Were you laughing? Were you cackling? I was trying to cheer her up with the Jon Snow pop toy, which was really not helping her. I was like, that makes it worse. Yeah, that would make it worse, Jenny. So it was all I had to work with. Well, because this is for our book club, right? Yeah, so oh, I got to um, one of the yeah. yeah the sadder parts of the book on the train ride. I get to Megan's house. I'm like, I can't. How am I supposed to make cake pops? <laughs> I can't. It was really really sad. I was crying, and then she had to give me an Advil, I think, because I had a headache too. <laughs> so you guys, this is for uh, a testament of youth by Vera Britton, who Kit is going to be in a movie of this. So definitely playing with the pop toy of Jon Snow at Jess was the worst <laughs> thing that possibly could have happened. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just insane. Not, not yeah, it was sad. Aww. I was crying. And then, you know, it's going to get worse, Megan told me. Oh, no. so, well, you overcame it. You overcame it. And then you created Cake Pops? Cake Pops. Yeah. Did you guys see my reek? Yes. Well, what were you You were making of all the characters of Game of Thrones, right? Yeah, all the characters, dead, alive, so, mutilated. So we were, we were going to originally just make the dead characters, but then... Megan's unsullied friend Eric was coming over, so we had to make some decoy characters so he wouldn't get suspicious. So we made. He, lots he doesn't of know any of the characters. Well, yeah, that was, that was readily polite. apparent during our Guess Who game. Yeah, you could have just put anybody there, and, and Eric wouldn't have known the difference. You could have just called the character Bob, and he would have been like, "Yeah, Bob's my favorite." All I know yeah. is that you guys sent me a picture of the Red Viper cake pop with half half his face like torn off. Yeah, I did no. that. It's not happening. It's happening. It's not happening. It's no, not happening. Denial. I think. Can you guys talk about Jenny? Can you talk about what happened to the Ned cake pop? What? No, it was the Rob. Oh, the oh the Ned cake no, it pop. It was the that Ned the one. Brains were spilling out of. Oh. Well, the Rob cake see. pop is the one that just got like smashed on the floor. It, the Starks were just not having much luck. It's very accurate. And then we actually, more accuracy, we couldn't get the the Viserys cake pop to actually stay, like, on the skewer, so we had to lay it on the plate, which was really appropriate, <laughs> since he falls over. <laughs> but I think my crowning achievement this time was definitely the George pop cake pop. Yeah, that was good. I, I liked love it. that, that one. Was that was pretty. my favorite. Who ate the George one? No one yet. Yeah. No one. It's in my fridge right now. I ate the uh, I ate Oberyn and I ate the abomination of a hand that I made. You ate Oberyn? <laughs> yeah, that's how he I got all ghost. smashed in. Yeah, that's how his face got eaten. 
We should have made a Jojen and then eaten him. That would have been appropriate. <laughs> Aww. Next time. Or, Next or time. like, or we could have had a, a wild, we could have been wildlings eating, you know, people. Cannibal fans. <laughs> no. Cannibal well, fans. And, and Jenny, we didn't do the crispy Bran and Rickon. Oh, that's right. It's okay. Oh, well. It's okay. So, so after Cake Pops, we played some Game of Thrones Guess Who. Which shout out to New York Magazine and Vulture for doing the template for that. Yeah, I was gonna say, how did you guys get pictures like so easily for for the for the little flippies? I don't know what they're called. Yeah, New York Magazine made it and they put it on the internet for everyone to print out. And it's actually not bad. It's just they need to put more women in there because if one of you, if one person has a woman and the other one has a man, it's so much easier for the person to guess the woman than it is for the other person to guess the man. Yeah. Right. How many women were there? There's only like six or seven, which is also how it is in the normal Guess Who as well. So I think they were trying to be authentic to the original Guess Who. But we just need to add some more. Yeah, we can I was just add say you should do like book book versions of everybody. Although Dario would be too easy. Yeah. Well, they didn't even <laughs> no. use all the show ones. Like, there's you, no Yara. I was gonna say Asha. You could say Asha. Yeah. yeah there's no, no Osha. Asha. And there's no Osha, so. We could definitely get rid of some of the men and put in some women. Yeah, let's do that. But playing with <laughs> Eric was really amusing. Oh, <laughs> so I, I guess, was I the only one not there, or was Katie not there? No, too? I was not there either. Okay, I was good. There and I feel less of a loser. No, it right, was I just Megan, Jess, and I. <laughs> okay. And Eric. And Pompeii extras, and then OC marathon. Yeah. <laughs> So I think we're, let's rate the season so far. I think, Jenny, can you explain to us our pie rating? So as most people know by this point, we're mildly obsessed with furry pie. So we decided to rate episodes and things on a completely arbitrary furry pie scale. We used the three phrase that were baked into Manderley's pies, Rhaegar, Jared, and Simon, and decided that Rhaegar would represent the best rating, Jared the middle rating, and Simon the lowest rating. Great. So we normally do this per episode. Let's get how people are feeling about the entire season. Uh, actually, Jenny, do you want to start? Of course. Um, sure. <laughs> I don't even know. I mean, I feel like we're all going to give it like a solid Jared. <laughs> like, it's been good. I think obviously we're going to address certain issues in a moment. But I mean, I think it's been a good season. It's not like season two levels of what the hell are they doing? So, <laughs> Jared. <laughs> okay. Uh, Lauren. I'm going to give it on a higher side, of, on, 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 a, on a better cook Jared pie as opposed <laughs> to a closer to a, uh, a Simon. So I, I, think, I, I think for the most part it's been, it's been good. But when it's been bad, god damn, it's really been fucking bad. But... Um, <laughs> But for the most part, I'm trying to be optimistic that yay good. Yay good? Yay good. Okay. All right. I can do. So, Megan, what do you think? I usually like to wait till the end of the season to fully judge some things, especially when they start making changes. But for now, I'm just going to give it a Jared, mostly because the stuff I think I'll like the most will be in the second half. We're in the Sorry. second half. Or really in the next, in the next episode. <laughs> we are in the second half. Let's be honest. It's episode nine. It's fine. Yeah, it's episode nine. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, <laughs> Rachel, what are you thinking? I 
you know, I, I'm kind of with Megan. Like, I feel like I can only, I can only fairly compare this season, this half of the season with what has come before. And, you know, I think it, for the most part, it's probably one of the better seasons out of the whole. But then like what Lauren said, when it's bad, it's pretty rage inducing. So I do want to give it, I guess I'll just give it a Jared, but I do want to kind of give it some Rhaegar sprinkles because we've had some really great moments and I'm trying to be positive. And Jess, what do you think? I'm also going to give it a Jared. It really depends on which storylines you're talking about. You know, some are Simon, some are Rhaegar. So that's why I fall in the Jared part. I think the Tyrion and Sansa and then Danny storylines are probably the best for me. But then I have so many issues as far as, you know, the excessive use of violence against women. And then I have a lot of issues with Arya and Theon's storyline. So that's why I give it a Jared. I think I'm going to give it a Jared. Too. I mean, it's predictable. Everyone's giving it a Jared. I mean, like everyone's been saying, when it's great, it's amazing. I feel like they've ratcheted up both ends of their spectrums where they're doing everything they do well, so well. But then it kind of balances off that they have completely ignored all of their problems so you get a lot more of the misogyny a lot more of the rape a lot more of that stuff coming out it's just unfortunate it kind of weighs everything down so i think we're all kind of on the same page uh let's see and <laughs> we obviously have some issues with the season we've all kind of hinted at it uh do we want to talk about that why don't we why don't we start with the brigade and the uh beyond the wall stuff, the John and Sam and the wall stuff. Megan, do you want to start? Because you're more positive than I am about these types of things. Well, we're supposed well, to start issues, with the issues. So it's okay. Yeah, okay, issues. so I can, can start with my issues. Yes. Um, my <laughs> issues are... <laughs> All right, crack your knuckles, Jess. Let's go. All right, I, I'm trying to. It's not It's not happening. I've got four minutes. <laughs> All right, well, my, my biggest issue, obviously, is the, the lack of the free folk. If you're going to build up your season to this, this grand episode where it's going to be the Night's Watch versus the free folk, it would be nice to see both sides... Oh, you know, both combatants, and I feel like we've seen about five minutes of them in the entire season, and what we've seen of them is very um, mustache-twirling villains, you know, very much like the Thens or cannibals. So my issues with that, that, that we haven't seen Mance all season. And then obviously with the Night's Watch, I just feel like it's incredibly slow. And Jenny and I mentioned this last episode as far as pacing, and there's no momentum to it, whereas in the book, you really you really felt that like they were coming immediately, and they're just kind of just sitting around doing nothing. Nobody's preparing for any sort of you know siege or battle, so that's my issues with it. But as far as um, I guess that's as far as like my issues with it. I am gonna wait till episode nine to like pass all my judgment on it, but I am concerned that you know certain deaths are not gonna be as emotional because hey, that's a spoiler are... podcast we can say it Secret death is not going to be as emotional because they're kind of you know i'm, I'm perfectly fine with them portraying her as you know uh, a hard ass and not like perfectly white and kind of dark but it'd be nice to see you know more the free folk as the free folk that they are loyal to each other and they love each other and i'm, I'm not seeing that so it's gonna they're gonna come across as these villains where they're not you know, they're just people, you know, trying to get themselves south of the wall because there's this zombie ice creatures, like, killing them all. And it's really, like, a self-preservation thing for them. And I'm not feeling that with them. They're just doing, they're just being evil for the sake of being evil. At least the Fens are, yeah. whereas, yeah, I feel you know, like that's that, not the case in the books. I feel like that motivation is, like, totally lost. 
Especially yeah. with the the fact that it's so spaced out, it's lacking the urgency. You're kind of like, wait, why are they doing this again? Yeah, I all mean, they really we'll... need is like one conversation, like that Mance has with somebody. You oh, know, Mance, he did Mance have it last season. Mance didn't have to be on the screen. <laughs> yeah, he had. He had like a one second scene with Jon Snow in the middle of a blizzard about this. Right, but I mean, like since Jon and them have climbed the wall, there should have been one scene with Mance because the motivations yes. of those characters are way more complicated than they're being presented. And especially with the after, you know, after what happens after, you know, at the Battle of the Wall, all of that bullshit. If you don't establish, you know, Mance as complicated, if you don't establish the Fens as more complicated, then what what ends up with the choices that John makes are going to seem even more asinine than they kind of do. <laughs> you haven't gotten anything of Val or Dala or anything. So right. any aspect of Mance's storyline is gone now. And those be- there are huge characters in John's storyline. What are you going to do with this now? You have nothing. I don't know who you guys are talking about. Who is this Mance? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> what? Who? who? It would be nice to see him at least once doing something, you know, talking to like his, I don't know, generals, you know, talking to some giants. I don't care what it is. His wife. How about his wife and that kid? That'd be nice too. (laughs) There's other free folk women besides Egret, you know, there's plenty of them. Mm -hmm. There's plenty free folk in general, but we wouldn't know that, that, would we? You know what they've just been doing this whole time? They've just been gathering wood for that giant fire. I hate that line. <laughs> no, Egret is actually just like, you know, fixing her arrows. So they're not all gathering wood. Well, she's on the other <laughs> side of the wall. We're talking about the ones that we haven't seen in like three oh, years. they're just, yeah. A they're... season. A whole season. They're off with Rick and Anosha. Having fun. Like, the unicorns. That island. <sighs> all right. So, so, shall we move on? We should move on to, how about also be on the wall, Bran and company. Who wants to open up with their issues there? I think, I don't know. I I do have a little bit of issue with Jojen and Mira. Only because in the books, Jojen is a little annoying. But he's also a huge font of knowledge. And, you know, not just of, like, the magic, but of the history of, of the Stark family. And... In the show, Jojen's just like a fucking bossy little bitch. <laughs> he is. He's just kind of like, you do it because I say you yeah, do it. Yeah, he manipulate sucks. You. And I, I understand why a lot of Unsullied think, think he's evil. Think that he's a secret agent of the White Walkers? Yeah. Because <laughs> right, they've not established dick. a reason for them trusting them at all. No, There's I no mean, connection with that's been There's my nothing. issue since their introduction is because they didn't introduce them in season two and they had them just happen upon Show them in up. the woods like it's always yeah, been a they little all, bit weird they weren't very friendly when they came upon them either so it, they, they don't give them you don't give them you don't give the audience a reason to trust them they're not i was gonna as we're, we're, you know you are you know we're doing honor to you because you were the starks it's exactly it's i'm gonna hold a knife to you Right, you're, yeah. you are, you're I just want to piggyback on what you said. You know, in the books, they have that hate saying in the books, but there's that oath that you were mentioning, that loyalty, you know, that honor to the Starks that you just mentioned, that there's this history between the Reeds and the Starks that's not established in the show, so you don't really understand why they're even with him, and it's just very weird and strange. I mean, they but... touch on it for, like, 0.2 seconds when they're like, oh, Helen Reed, he was a friend of your father's. It's like, oh, really? Okay. But, like, you don't get 
because you don't understand, like, the whole Tower of Joy thing, you don't... We haven't gotten the Night of the Laughing Tree. There's just no history at all, no, and, and I, and I miss the history. Perfect, it, and Bran is the perfect person to introduce this in his visions, which they teased us with, and they gave us nothing. Well, I we might be getting those later, because yeah. they can't possibly just be like, oh, here's Blood Raven, your tree, Jojen dies. <laughs> like, that's just not... They're going to have to draw all that shit out for another season. Look, they are not going to make me happy until every single person I've fan casted as Lyanna Stark <laughs> and Rhaegar Targaryen are on that screen. I, I need Jessica Brown Finlay. I need Tom. I Wilson. don't Come like on. that fan casting. I love her, but. Come on. Well, who's your <laughs> no. fan cast? I, I don't know who my fan casting for Lyanna would be. Maybe myself. But... <laughs> <laughs> if Tom Hiddleston is Rhaegar. <laughs> There you go. Oh, I still think that Tom Hiddleston as Rhaegar is like the worst idea in the world. I still want Harry Lloyd back with a longer wig, but you know, whatever. <laughs> That's what I want. I think that would be perfect. He can't be in two roles. He can't do it. Why it's not? They've done fine. it with other people. Yeah, exactly. True. They can make him look a little different. Sure. Give him a different wig. One that looks less. I like need my silver prince. Pop star. <laughs> but it wouldn't be as book accurate, would it? His eyes aren't book accurate, so we can do things with the wigs. <sighs> anyway, <laughs> is there anything else that people thought were not happy with about Mira and Jojen? I mean, I'm, I'm really happy they didn't go the rape way with Mira on that one scene, that they didn't just use her for that. Because she's not as established as a personality, so please don't uh, just, use her. Just the lack of Bran on the television show. I think Isaac said he's only in four episodes this season. And I understand there's not much left to his storyline, but he's brand freaking Stark. He's not some side character. You know, he's a main character. Well, yeah, Mm -hmm. and he's aging the actor, too, you know, so I feel like he should be more at the forefront of the show. You know, I'm sorry that some people find him boring. They just have to deal with it. (laughs) He's a main character. Suck it up and deal with it. Not everybody's going to be flashy. If they got brand vision, they (laughs) might like him more. (laughs) He's pretty flashy. Out of all of them, I feel like Bran is the flashiest Stark. He's, he's a sassy being carried star. around by like a big old dude in a wheelbarrow. You can't miss that. Well, yeah, but I mean, like in terms of of like magic level yeah. versus like mundane stuff that's happening. I mean, Bran is like all magic all the time, and I get really annoyed that they cut cold hands. I understand why they did it, but why didn't they just transfer some of that stuff to Jojen? That would have been a good idea. I think they're not comfortable with the magic. No, they're clearly uh, not. So they just is, kind of melted through the wall that in a in a from a secret. Act. I don't know. That's that shit is stupid. They should have just kept the magical entrance point. I I totally yeah. Agree with they that. should have because the Unsullied are like, what about that giant gaping hole in the wall that Brandon <laughs> them went through? Why don't the wildlings just go through that? And I'm like, <laughs> well, because in the book they couldn't. Yeah. In the book, that was a secret. Thanks, David Aww, and Dan. I'm just I'm crying. Accessible only by Men of the Night's Watch. Exactly. Oh, the lore, like all this. I'm gonna cry right now <laughs> it's okay, again Jess, today. It's right. With the John pop just... toy help in this in this instance. <laughs> there was all white. Right, I was gonna say a brand pop toy, but there isn't a brand. Well, pop I made one right. out of the Tyrion pop toy. You just have to keep it's the not... blanket on top of him so you don't see the <laughs> Lannister outfit. It's not the same. <laughs> He's right, in right, a wheelbarrow. Come on. Let's get away from I this try. so Jess doesn't have a breakdown. All right, Ari on the Hound. Oh, my goodness. I'm I get that Rory. she's everybody's darling, but I felt like a lot of their scenes were just... Filler? It was, like the, it was the same scene over and over again. It's filler. They're yeah. just waiting until they get to the point where they can 
quote unquote kill off the hound and Arya can go get on a boat. And That's exactly what they're doing. Instead of like reallocating that time to develop other characters, Brand, the Free Folk, Fancy Raider, whoever. John Snow. Well, yeah, that too. <laughs> like, they're just having multiple scenes of her and the hound doing the same thing over and over again, and I don't really think it's working. It reminds me of Daenerys' storyline in season two. Well, it's better than that, but still. <laughs> well, but in terms <laughs> of, like, you know, she yeah. doesn't need that much time on screen, but they put her in there because she's a fan favorite. Right. You know, and that's why Danny's worked since season two, because they realize, oh, wait, we shouldn't be doing that. I, well, they also took away like her her dreams and like yeah, I there's want the other wolf dreams back. Yeah, there's other things that they could have done besides having her have these existential conversations with the with the hound for every scene. And killing people. Nothing is nothing. Yeah. Oh my god. You it's know, like writing. oh, we're just gonna wander the Riverlands and and like fuck people over. And I, I mean, like, I like that they are establishing that Arya is not necessarily a good guy. But I don't. I wish that they were more creative in the structure of the scenes because it's literally the same scene over and over again. And also, what are they going to do when they actually need to have other characters warg? You haven't established that all the Starks are wargs yet. You've kept it. To I don't think now that anybody's a warg in the show. Is anyone really a warg in the show besides Bran? John has be. to be a warg. Uh, one of the Thens is a, a warg. Well, I mean, of the Starks. Uh, the Starks. Yeah, but a, oh, a wolf, a wolf Starks? warg, or like a wargity warg? A skin changer. Yeah. A skin changer. Warg, warg, warg. warg is for wolves, but <laughs> well, no, but John has to be a warg. Like that. So does Arya when she they're... becomes blind? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think they're gonna do the other Starks as they hit milestones. So Arya when she becomes blind, John when he's assassinated. I but I don't so. want people to think, oh, where did that come from? Exactly. They're just making stuff up. Whereas, like, it's established early on that these people are, you know, works. So when it does happen, it's not like, oh, that was out of left field. I, it you know, won't be because they'll be like, oh, it's them. clearly a stark magic. Like, that's just, they're just going to. Hopefully. Yeah. Hopefully. And I, I don't think it's out of left field if they do it at those milestones. Because with Bran, in theory, it happened when he got pushed out the window. So it happens when something really big happens to them. Well, I hope that it works out when they do that, if they do that. Because I'm not completely convinced hey all right so Arya and the hound we don't want to see rory go but they got to do something else with them i'm so. i'm fine with that because dude needs to get his makeup like re-evaluated oh god yeah it's like falling off his face like it's really bad i don't understand why it looks so bad because i don't think that it looked this bad in previous seasons well because he's always been dark lit He's Is never been why? like outside this long. Oh, or maybe sucks. they're just using Cersei's wig to wipe his face down. <laughs> <laughs> just smear it on. Just... Is that what's giving it the extra yellow color? Yes. yes. <laughs> and giving her wig such beautiful texture. <laughs> so now we're moving on to the veil and the whole Sansa Peter situation. I still wish that they had established more of a relationship between her and Dantos because it just makes the whole plot to kill Joffrey just completely ridiculous because he's just like, here's this necklace. It's a family heirloom. I'm not going to tell you to do anything with it. Oh, look, you happened to wear it to the wedding. Awesome. Yeah, and that's a little, that's, I like that she knew off. about the escape plot. In the book, I like that she was like, okay, yes, I want to escape, and this is my choice. And it made the assassination attempt slightly less convoluted, because he was like, here's this hairnet, you will wear this hairnet to the wedding. And, you know, like, 
I don't know. It's just, there's a lot of weird stuff going on with that. And I feel like they could have established it so easily. Just, like, bring him back for episode 10 of last season, have her go to the Godswood to grieve after the Red Wedding, and have him just be like, you know, I, you saved me, now let me help save you. And she could be like, okay. It's like a two-minute scene, and they're done. Yeah, I think what's happening with Sansa is what's happening with a lot of the characters is they've taken all of the characters and broken them into like separate sections. And like Sansa is like victim, learning to deal with shit, and then like asserting her own independence and her own agency. And right now, Sansa's still in the learning to deal with shit category. And if they gave her the option to be like, all right, I'm escaping. And then she escaped. And then she was victimized by Peter for the next half season. It, I guess they think that that's, that's a regression in her character. So I think that but I think it's more realistic. It is more realistic, but I think for, in terms of like writing and structuring stuff. Yeah. They've decided, well, every character gets three or four stages, which is why Arya is also stagnant. Right. Like, which I, I going... think it's really a detriment to their writing. Yeah, and no, I, I also agree. Think, I also kind of feel like it's they're, they're holding back because in a way they're kind of hoping that George will actually have the next book out in time. Whatever. You no, guys can't see the gesture I'm making right now, but <laughs> I I'm making a gesture. It, if, if it's what I think it is, um, then I'm sure it's lovely. <laughs> By the way, is that why George is in the fridge right now? <laughs> they have him right. You will not come out of that like fridge. Yeah, it's like a voodoo doll. It's like you feel cold. Don't you feel like you should be riding? You're frozen. <laughs> we will unfreeze you if you ride. Fight the you, battle stick of some the, arms of on that thing and it might ride it for him. <laughs> I agree with Rachel and with how they're dealing with Sansa, but I agree that it's really, I think, the bad way to handle Sansa. But it's how they've done Sansa the whole yeah. time. It, even when it's her story, it's not her story. Like, her wedding wasn't about her. It was about Tyrion. Like, they don't make anything really be about her. So even her escape, it's not about her. It's just people playing their games around her. Which is weird because she is a point of view character. In the book, well, it's because they don't. I, I mean, I'm not gonna say they don't like her. It's once I think it comes down to that they don't know how to write her. I agree. Well, I'm hoping that they're doing that to establish her eventual, you know, coming out as a player. Yeah. To be that much more dramatic, because yeah. she is starting to do that. And I'm excited to so. see that. But yeah. <sighs> All right. Well, I think that it? hopefully the next episode will show her craftiness that she is learning how to play this game. I think she's always known how to play the game. But, she's survived this. But I, hope I know that what you're they saying. Show it but in the show, yeah, they, yeah, they, exactly. they have shown it. I think a little bit no, of they it have, in the second but I season. Hope that they make more it more of over. it. Yeah. More of it. Yeah. Shall we move on to I think King's so. Landing? Then, yes, I think so. Other than to say, Lysa, I think the actress who played her was tremendous. I'm sorry to see her go. She and was. Yeah, really she good. was perfect. Wish we had a little more of her. Katie, we're on the nitpicks right now, not the praising. Yeah, we'll get to that. <laughs> Okay, all right. But I, would, but I agree. All right, okay. So <laughs> moving on for now uh, to King's Landing, which is the darling of the show, the basic setting with the, the family, the holy family. Are we just Lannisters. gonna? Are we just gonna take all the all the Jamie stuff and just like put it in a bag and throw it out the window? Yes. <laughs> I'd like to forget it, please. I mean, I know it's like bad to forget. You know, I'd be afraid to say that in certain settings, but um. I just, because they haven't done anything with it, I just wish we could erase it from memory. Yeah. He's really the dumb brother. Like, he's really stupid. I can't deal with him. Stop like, talking oh. about my Jamie. Yeah, <laughs> so, you know yeah, what? Hey, excuse me, Miss John fan. 
<laughs> I love Jamie. Jamie's one of my favorite characters in the books, but after that particular scene, I just kind of want to stab his face every but time I see writer. him. But that's the writer. That's not Jamie. I know. Well, we'll show Jamie. I know. Yeah, I the writer. Well, that's not, what we're talking Jamie. about. We wish that they could just del- eliminate that from from yeah. everybody's collective memory. Yeah. I'd like, well, you know I'd what like it is. I think if they have lobotomy for that part. They don't want anybody to be like, I'm a hero, I'm a villain. They want everybody to be like a gray side Jedi, right? Like, everybody is dark and light. Everyone is warring within themselves. So they've, they've you know, like Sansa is both naive and, and you know, like a bitchy child. Jamie is a rapist, but also honorable. Tyrion no. is going to be a victim, but also a murderer. So it's... Ugh. You know, dualism. Oh, I can't wait for that. I mean, they do it better than other shows. I've seen shows like Premiere and Tank because they were trying to do the gray area thing and it was just too dark. So kudos to them on that. But it's just, it's annoying to watch <laughs> at the time. When they do something so heinous, it's like, how am I supposed to like you? That's yeah. the problem because it is so heinous because it totally completely it totally changes his character you can make him still be, have a gray area and he does have that gray area which we'll come up to later with with the, when he tells Tyrion about Taisha they didn't need to do they didn't need to make him a rapist to give him that 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 evil side he already had do you a bad guys time. remember he threw a child out the window yeah right he also killed Jory but you know people forget yeah. about those things can no, I talk about my super nitpicky cry. thing Yes, yes, please talk about your super nitpicky thing. So they still haven't wrapped up the whole who sent the assassin after Bran thing, and it's really bothering me. Because it's just this weird loose end that is addressed in the books, and it's past that point in the show, and I'm like, are they ever going, is there opportunity to address it? Because I know Jamie and Cersei have a conversation about it after this point, and I don't know that they can even have that conversation because it was different in the show. And this is another thing for me reading the Unsullied boards, and they just keep harping on it, and they're like, that knife, who sent the dagger? And I'm like... <laughs> they really ah. have just forgotten. They've just forgotten. Like, maybe they thought they revealed that it was... Um, Joffrey. Joff, but, like, they didn't actually do that. Like, no, maybe they shot the scene, so but somehow annoying. it didn't end up in the show, but nobody has figured well, it out. Well, it's like, in the books, he's... It's because Robert says you know, that it would be a mercy, and so Joffrey wants right. to, you know, get on He's his good side, but that didn't exist in the show, so I don't even know what they would do with it, or how they would make that connection. To please but his I, mommy. But I wish that they would do it, because I just, it bothers me that they have this loose end. Because they, you know, they got the John Aaron thing, finally, because that was obviously something that was going to happen, because Littlefinger, but, I don't know. Just find it picky thing. Well, it could, they could make it a Tywin thing that he actually was trying to impress Tywin, and Tywin said somewhere it was a mercy, and he no, said, eh, no, because no, Tywin wasn't that. there. That doesn't make any sense. No, I can't even. I can't even make that se- make. It sense. would be I'm to sorry, like guys. piss off Tyrion because Tyrion slapped him. <laughs> yeah. No, that would. Yeah, that's probably. Yeah, that's you're probably right. it. But can they right even there. do it since Joffrey's dead? I don't know. It's weird. Whatever. No, because who wants to? Who wants to be on Team Tyrion right now? Nobody. Like, he's he's. They're not going to bring that shit up because it's going to be like, oh, he was trying to like beat you down one more time. It's like he's in jail. He's he doesn't need he doesn't need one, that extra. The only one who can get away with that is Varys, actually. Because Varys, can, one minute can tell you he hates you, and the next minute do something nice for you. So that he's well, the only he one who will. can get away with that kind of scene. 
All right, that's that's my thing. We can we can move on. Okay. All right. We can go to. So we are. So we'll move on to I guess the Marine contingent: Danny and Jorah and Dario and lovely Sir Barris. My my main nitpick with that is just like what the fuck are they doing with his dar? Because he's not a nice guy. He's not a victim, and he's certainly not going to appeal to Danny for any kind of justice. I don't get it. We need more scenes I, with his star. I thought you were saying um, a couple of podcasts ago that he was, like, bullshitting her. He, like, I he, think he's he bullshitting like, her, but it's not clear yeah. because we've had no more scenes with him. That's true. But so he's all we have is, like, oh, for you my dad, I love my dad. Please let me love my dad. And... <laughs> I don't know. Like we're so well, they're probably to... trying to make it seem like for the unsullied people, not for book readers, that he is genuine, and then they'll change him up later on. Yeah, yeah, they want that. it to be a big reveal. Although I don't know what they're revealing because he's not the harpy. Because Tywin's the <laughs> harpy. Tywin is the harpy. Tywin is the harpy. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow, there's no shave pate yet. When does the shave pate show up? I was thinking about this the other day, but I didn't read. About I mean, it. they show up when she gets the marine, so. Maybe they'll cast them next season and they'll magically appear. I don't know. Like, she's sending his dar off. She's sending his dar back. So maybe the shave pate will show up now? Probably not. I'm sure they didn't cast them. They're just going to do, like, this random scene in a season and a half where, like, Barristan's wandering around telling the time and then the shave pate's just going to, like, appear (laughs) out of a corner and be like, The hour of the bat is nigh. He's like, who the fuck is that? Jesus H. And I, she cannot have the last scene. Like, not again. No, no. Go. It's going to be Stoneheart. No, no. It has to be Stoneheart or Arya. That's who it's going to be either of them. It better be Stoneheart because if I have to see another Danny saving, uh, saving people again, I'm going to have to punch somebody. It could be Blood Raven. Blood Raven. I mean, she only had it twice, guys. Oh, out of four <laughs> there's only been three so far. <laughs> no, but there's only been three. She's had it twice. They alternated. I think it's logical to assume that it will probably be a different character. Yes, but I just don't think I think no it's her. I think it's because she also had one of the last scenes in season two with the frying of Piet Pri. So it kind of feels like it's always been her, even though they had the White Walker scene afterwards. Well, they also they end a lot of the episodes with her, so it's like for God's sake, not again. You know, I just can't. I can't well, I just it. feel she's like Brienne has... in the books. She's really boring in the books. <laughs> I just feel like Brienne doesn't have anything else to do. So really all that they have left is the introduction of Stoneheart. They have to get Arya on a boat. They have to kill Tywin. They have, well, you know what I mean? Like, these are all the things that they're saving. I'm gonna... Well, actually, this, this is a good little, I'm going to segue this one. Because we can we can skip because the, now we're talking about Brienne anyway. Yeah, so why don't we just like segue into that? Well, like, what do you that's, guys? That's my thing with the Stoneheart thing. Like, can they do Brienne getting to Stoneheart because that's the end of her story? I mean, she shows up with Jamie, but Jamie's not even close to that point right now. So no, that's next season. I feel like if they're gonna do the Stoneheart reveal, they have to do it with her like hanging phrase and just. It's justice for the Red Wedding from last season. I don't think Okay, do so here's Brienne. my thing. Here's my thing. The the Instagram that Lena Headey did of the yes. Stone Heart. When was that posted and when is the picture from? I don't know. It was posted it has to be recently. It was posted it has to be the recently, day... but they're not shooting right now, are they? I think it was posted no. the day that I sent no. it to you, but I don't know when it was taken. Which means they probably shot that scene you know, during the shooting of season four. 
Right. Right? Because they're not shooting right now. So it's not like Stone... That's not like that Stoneheart is from is for season five shooting. No, no but I don't think it was anything. I think right. it was just her making a stone heart because she's a hipster. I think she no, was being trolly. She, she was being a huge troll. She even she even said like my stone heart or I love the stone heart or some bullshit like that. I mean, it was it was explicit. Yeah, she was trolling. She was trolling. All right. She's because it us. also got taken down, which means somebody at HBO said no, 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 take it down. Well, yeah. I don't know. I'm not totally convinced. I think she just kind of put it up there and was like, oh, sorry, I drove everyone crazy and delete. No, I, why would she do that? There's no, that's stupid. Because I mean, I don't putting think, it up I, with I, the word Stonehearts. Yeah. yeah. Well, I don't Come know on. if she's all that great at the internet, to be honest. Lena Headey's good at the internet. She tweets herself and everything. Yeah, she does. She doesn't have her assistant do it. Okay. She's hip so, with the drive. So we're, we we really we think that Stoneheart's happening this season. I, That's gonna happen. I think God, so. I I'll so. be really I'll be really disappointed if it doesn't. Okay. And I, I think mean, what other random? Bull- I mean, like they can kill Tywin and that'll be crazy. But if they bring back an actress that everybody thought was dead that has not been in the press, that I mean, that'll be a big moment for them. Well, I'm wondering if if they'll end it on like Lady Stoneheart is walking with um. What the hell? Who? What are their names? Brotherhood without banners. Right. If she's walking with them, and like all you see is this woman with like like something covering her head, and then you, you, she turns around and you see her face. Like that's yeah. how I'm picturing how it's gonna end. Yeah, I know, because she doesn't speak. Like I think it's gonna be like, like a reveal scene. I don't think it's gonna be a scene scene. Right. That's see. True. I'm hoping when they killed Cat, she kind of they panned her up, and then they exposed her throat. Yeah. I'm hoping it's kind of a, a mirror of that where they pan up, and then you see her face. I still hope she's hanging a fray. That'd be awesome. Or Bri- Brienne is hanging from a tree in the background. No, 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 no. no. Somebody ask Gwen if that. she's actually in season five. She's got to be in season five. She still shows up to that ridiculous chapter with Jamie. What, for, for like a seconds. second, right? But yeah, that, could, that could be that could be long down the road. You know how long they could keep Jamie running around? But he's not really doing anything. But they're not going to. I don't think they're going to delay anything. No, I, I think, think so they're going to try to get through because they only have seven seasons. Well, so. no, they said seven seasons. I don't think that's... I think HBO will go as long as they're willing. No. Well, that's what I mean. But I don't think Dan and Dave are right. intending no, to drag things out. I think they're going to keep going. Like, we keep, like, some of us keep saying the story's done after that point. No, it's not done. They know how it goes. So they're just going to keep going. It doesn't matter if it's done to us. Oh my God. Next season's going to be like brain. We're going to hemorrhage because at some point <laughs> there's yeah. going to be at least one or two storylines that are done. Right. Sansa. And they're going to just have to keep Sansa. going forward. They're just going to have to keep on trucking. It basically is now. Like, I mean, it's crazy to me. They're thinking about where certain characters are. I'm like, okay, well we're about done. Like Theon, he's almost done. No, he's not. No, he's not. No, he's not. He's that- Sansa's basically done. Yeah, Sansa's, Sansa's the closest, done. I think. And Bran. And Bran. All right. <laughs> Speaking of Theon, yes. shall we move on no, to Ramsay? Everything connected with Theon makes me upset. <laughs> I hate Ramsay. I hate the way that they handled Asha. Theon is 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 at once too much and too little. I don't know where Roose Bolton is. What, you know, like, how is geography working in that part of the map? Because they seem to be able to flash from different areas, even though Moat Kalen is supposedly occupied. I just, I don't, 
I get upset. I'm really upset. Well, who is this chick, too? Transporter. Who is this, like, random chick who's just supposed to be, like, she is the weird one. She's the awful person. Like, she, she, they've taken all the crap from Ramsay and put it into her. And then he just gets to be, like, gleefully crazy. And she's the one who gets all the bad shit. Like, what is this? She's those Frey kids that hang around with Ramsay. You're Ramsey. right. She's Black Walder and, uh. No, it's Big and, and Little, big, Walder. Big little, and little Walder. Big and Little Walder. Do you think she's, is she going to be a Walder? She's no. just a whore. Oh, she's going to be dead before the end of the season. She's going to die horribly. It's going to be I still think she's dead already. That, that all that blood was her. Yes. No, they they needed they needed to show they'll need to show that. And I watched that scene again and I'm convinced it wasn't from sex all those. I'm convinced it was from <laughs> him trying to kill people on his way over there. You were on a mission. Like that is not sex, okay? <laughs> no, I really I like paused it then I paused on Asha's face and I was like, "No, that's battle." <laughs> Um, I could talk about really quickly my issues. You mentioned the lack of Roos. It's yeah. very similar to the lack of Mance Raider, whereas these characters are going to play a huge role moving forward, and it'd be nice to see them. They're not these side characters. They're actually major players, especially when you think of the whole northern situation. So it would be nice to see more of Roos. I think we've had maybe two scenes of him. Yeah. Yeah. The entire season, and he's a big deal in the books. You know, he kind of, like, after the whole Tywin situation goes down he's kind of like the main i guess villain i don't want to call it say the word villain but like you know but he's of the smart story. like he's one of the people smart, that you yeah. can count on to be plotting and to be planning things he's not just gonna let stuff happen he's he's like a point where the story fixes and changes right like if you think of characters some characters are are changing the currents and some characters aren't and Roos is one of those current changers and Ramsey's not scary enough. You know, when Ramsey comes on screen, but he's in ridiculous. The books, he's like over the top, like goofy on the show. Yeah. He's not that scary, that scary character. When he appears in a Theon chapter, you know, or, or around Jane Poole, you get really terrified for these people. And I don't feel that. I feel uncomfortable, but not a terrified, uncomfortable, uncomfortable. And I say, oh God, this is going to be incredibly gratuitous he's the lovable psychopath he's everyone's favorite crazy person he's not very like, lovable he's, he's not very lovable he was freaking me out with the bathtub scene i kept waiting for him to drown him or something i, I think they were trying to do like a moriarty thing with him but he, yes. he's not he doesn't have and the actor's fine it's just like the way that they've written him and the situations that they put him in he's not calculating he's just like an animal yeah I mean, yeah. Well, he's not exactly like the most calculating, well, to an extent, but doesn't Roos mention to him in the novels that, you know, people, you, you know, all the things you're doing, you know, word gets out, you know, yeah. kind of take it down a few notches. So maybe there will be a scene like that later I on. I guess I feel like Ramsey is more of like a Batman villain. Like he's all about like psychological shit and it's, it, it, he gets into people's heads, mm -hmm. you know, and I, we're, I think we're taking it for granted that he's in Theon's head because we haven't really seen him manipulate Theon directly it's always just like tests but like how did he get to the point where he needed to be testing him that's true that's a problem I have with him being on screen through all of season three I would rather us just fill in you know the blanks and the gaps for ourselves we don't need to see that we can just see the aftermath of it and say okay we kind of know what happened to him make it more ambiguous because when it's in your face like that it takes away from everything that he's doing anyway you're just focused on like 
the gratuity of the scenes and not actually what's going down in it. And just like, I had no idea what happened. Sorry, Katie, to cut you off. I just had no idea what was happening in that bath scene, for example, because I was so grossed out by it. Yeah, and you had mentioned you had a problem with Theon's believe uh, like well his believability is reek i don't believe it no it's the transformation it's mm-hmm. not physical enough like that's what i mean when i say like that theon is not and is almost too much and too little because he's like too afraid but not enough transformed to make it believable they need more and they could, and they could have done stuff with makeup yeah. I mean, he could little wear a things wig like or that. something, you know? He could just have his natural hair color. They're not good color. with wigs. Do not suggest wigs. Or his natural, <laughs> yeah, his natural hair, hair color. color. Yeah. Yeah. It's like really, really white. I know, it would work. He just needed, they needed your cake pop, Jess, for reference. Oh my gosh, my oh cake my pop God. was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, shall we move on to Dragonstone? Yes. What are your issues with the whole Stannis, Melisandre, Solis? Oh, Solis. <laughs> Celise, yes. Why does Celise hate Shireen? Why does she no, hate? I mean, child? if I had to pick something, that would be my big. Um, faith. I my issue is the, the re- religious fundamentalism of Stannis. He never came across as a religious fundamentalist in the books. It was more so just, oh yeah, sure, do that. You know, I just need you. Like he, he never bought into it. I whereas agree in the show, you. I feel like he does. Yeah. yeah. Melisandre even says that he's not a religious man. Yeah. Yeah, that he's not That's a believer. A- no, and Celise is awful. Her whole crazy, weird, like, I'm going to preserve my sons in jars and then shit on my daughter completely. Like, I don't like it at all. It's a weird choice. Yeah, it's like... Because that's their version of complexity, guys. And, and mothers, all the mothers are, like, batshit. That's their version of making characters, I don't know, have layers, making them batshit crazy moms. Yeah, yeah the batshit crazy moms, it's so Disney. It's really disappointing. I mean, I'm kind of excited that he did get uh, Littlefinger's teleporter and getting to see Mark Gatiss was wonderful, but weird. All of a sudden they're here, then they're back at Dragonstone. They're not going to the wall. What's happening? They weren't back they at Dragonstone. Yeah, they're, they're, Dragon. they're back at Dragonstone and they're off to the wall. No, but Tywin and Davos again? didn't go back. It was only Selyse and Melisandre that were there. Well, they're on their way back. No, they're, no, they're not. not. I think they're meeting them there. How are they going to get there? They only have, like, three ships. They got to pick them up. They have, like, 32 or whatever. Yeah, it was 32. I I don't know. I'm still amused that the Unsullied think maybe they're going to King's Landing because they've done a shit job of explaining what they're doing. No, that's it's supposed to be a reveal. They did not. No, I know it's supposed to be misdirection. I still just hate the fact that they introduced the idea of them going to the wall at the end of last season and then they just haven't... It's like they forgot about it and they just dropped it entirely. And I don't think that's the way you do a reveal. <laughs> like it's it'd be like, you know, if there was something like, oh, Gino, Joffrey was the one who sent the assassin. There's no like legwork to explain any of it. I don't know, that's yeah. how I feel about it. Well, it could be like the Jamie scene from this year, pretend like the reveal from last season didn't happen and then just move on. But not as dramatic bad (laughs) all right i think are we ready to be a little positive yes we have some things we loved about the season 15 minutes of us saying nothing but positive things yay rainbows (laughs) unicorns all right (laughs) do we want to start let's go in reverse order do we want to start with melisandre and stannis and all of them what was your positive things there 
Jess. I love that the opening credits oh. looks like a bank. Oh, <laughs> what, what's the positive about yes. it? That's well, that they're 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 actually going to the wall and getting away from him, just sitting around moping and just you know being emo all the time. Bad Stannis. lighting. Yeah, I can't wait for yeah. Stannis to be a hero. You know. Yeah, that's what he is in the books. So for, for for people who watch the show, they don't understand the love that um, book fans have for it. I have conversations with my coworkers who are aren't as immersed in the fandom as I am, and just speaking to them about Stannis, like really, he likes Stannis, and I have to explain to them, unlike these other people, like he's putting the realm before his own interest to take the Iron Throne, and that's something I really love about the character. In addition to the fact that he's incredibly witty and funny, yeah, he threatens you with you know, to kill you down the time, so but funny. he respects, yeah. but he respects people and he listens to people. He listens to Davos, despite the fact that he's always threatening to kill him, you know? And I really like that about it because Davos is a character who's, you know, not from the nobility, you know? So he takes the advice of, you know, lowborn people. And these are just things I love about him that I feel like moving forward, hopefully the show will portray that so everybody can understand my feelings. Um, so what are you looking forward to in the future seasons with them? Just him and the wall and whatnot? Yeah, just seeing him interacting with, you know, Maester Eamon and Sam and John, and just seeing, like, the changing. It's cool to see people who haven't really interacted on the show, like, coming together. I think that's going to be a new thing for all of us to watch and see, not just us as oh, book he, readers. I can't wait till he interacts with John because if there's anybody that's a bigger stick in the mud than John, <laughs> it's Stannis. This is, right? I love it. It's like these two <laughs> stubborn they, bulls, like, just none of yeah. them, neither of them are budging, and it's just great to see that. It's going to be really I fun. will not give you your the castles. You must give me the castles because you don't have the men for them. I will have the men. If you don't have it by the end of the year, I'm taking them by force. <laughs> Whatever, that's fair. <laughs> and and, uh, and uh, uh, I was going to say, and uh, what's her name? Redecorating that one castle. Oh, Melisandre. Yeah. The night for Right the over night here. <laughs> it's a little cold. Add a little warmth to it, little warm tones. And Shireen at the wall interacting with Jon Snow is going to be very adorable. Celise, not so much. Yeah, Celise <laughs> will just be like, oh, I don't like it here. The food is bad. You're so young. I thought you were going to be older. Positive. <laughs> Happy thinking. Happy thinking. <laughs> and there's not going to be a Val, so who's going to make like validate uh, Celise's whole outlook on her daughter? They're going to keep Agra no, alive. No, they're not. They're going to keep Agra no, alive. No, they're not. And marry her off to a Then. Oh God. No, they can't. They're going to turn her into a White Walker. So we're on the wall. Why don't we talk about Jon Snow? So Megan, you know you're the positive one about these things. <laughs> I well, I think they haven't done a lot of John, but most of what they've done, I think, has actually been done really well, and they've given him like they've they've given him lines, which is actually really nice. But, um, and they've let him be sassy John, and I actually like that they're kind of setting up the politics at the wall a little bit to set up for the election, and then I think next season as well, which is kind of good. It's not that the books didn't set it up, but I feel that they are trying to set it up. Not a lot, because of course there hasn't been a lot of screen time at the wall, but when there has been, I felt they've been setting that up. So I like that. And I'm really looking forward to Lord Commander Jon Snow and him cutting off Flint's head. Oh, yeah. I can't wait to, for them to cut off Flint's head. I hate Flint so much. Well, I, I feel bad for the actor. I don't think anybody that likes him. I don't think anybody likes Alistair him. Alistair Thorne likes him. No. Kind of. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know that he likes him. He tolerates him <laughs> as a means to an guys, end. Yeah. created like a new ship that we're going to have to start tagging. 
<laughs> Thorn and Slim. Alice Slim yeah. called Slayer. <laughs> Slayer. <laughs> I like it. Uh, I want to talk about some of the awesomeness that is happening at um, the Veil because I do think that not all of it is crap. And I like the. I agree. I actually love the Veil stuff too. Yeah, and I hate the Veil stuff in the book. I hate it with a fiery passion. Every time I would go there, I would be bored. But the show, I've actually been enjoying it. So. And I'm really looking forward to Sansa's arc next season, since that will probably be unsullied because it looks like they'll get through her season, her book four stuff, mm-hmm. really quickly. Because, I mean, I don't know how they can drag that stuff out. So. Fan casting for Harry the heir. Yeah. Oh man, you know what I'm looking forward to? More Greyjoys. Oh god. Um, they no. were they were in the books, Rachel. Um, winter is yeah. coming. Greyjoys everywhere. Oh, I mean the list that was just like the people that didn't matter. A partial matter. list. <laughs> yeah, there was only there was only two there was only two families. It was just yeah, it was just like Dorn. But uh, no, I'm looking forward to more Greyjoys everywhere we look, and the introduction of more inexplicable characters that no one will understand because they haven't established them at all. Like John Con. And I want John Con. I still John. think they're just not going to have John Con in season five. Why would you say such yeah, a thing? Yeah, you think I'm calling that now. They're going to have Tyrion's boat abducted by slavers, and he's just going to go straight to Meereen, and they're going to skip all of it. That'd be that's my theory. Upsetting. But I mean... how's he going to like not get grayscale? I don't know. That's just my well, theory. Also, I'll be sad. Other... Well, because they haven't brought up Rhaegar yet, so you can't have like a BFF of Rhaegar who turns out to also be a gay character who was in love with Rhaegar and had that aspect be there as well because there's no Rhaegar because they haven't actually shown the vision, stupid brand. Yeah, Katie, on. who are you speaking of? I, I don't know who that is. <laughs> we, they mention Rhaegar. No, they do mention Rhaegar. Maybe something. I doubt it, but maybe something. Positive things. Well, uh, get ready. So do you think that they're going to leave out the damp hair? Because, like, I don't know how definitely. I feel Please about that. God, leave out like, the damp hair. I feel like, I feel like, all right, fine, leave out the damp hair. But then I also, I want the show watchers to suffer the way that we have <laughs> I suffered. I hope they use the word nuncle a lot. <laughs> oh, oh god, god please no. Yes. Plus I think it'd be great if they introduced more religions because it's not just about R'hllor and it's not just about the trees. It's about all this other bullshit too because we're going to have Arya in Bravos taking, you know, doing the House of Black and White. We should have some drowned god. Why not? They did a little bit in the... Oh, psh, well, with fake, with fake damp hair? And... Yes. <laughs> he didn't even get baptized for real. Come on. <laughs> he didn't die. He didn't die. They don't die. They get CPR. No, they get they, <laughs> they die. They die and need CPR to bring them back. I mean, the damp hair does talk about how it's terrible that some of the, like, the like the more noble um, Iron Islanders don't actually drown themselves. They just get like a baptism. Yeah. But I feel like, the, I feel like a Greyjoy would have to do it full stop. Yeah. Because they do Ugh. talk about how some people don't make it. So they are drowning them. It's just kind of sick. All I know is nuncle is a word that I hate almost as much as I hate the word moist. <laughs> I do not want it in the show. <laughs> What about words are wind? Oh God! No. Are you ready? Where did horse that? go? Where did you horse ready for go? words are wind? 
That better be said a lot. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. Well, we keep saying lots of things better be said a lot, and they're never said at all. So. <gasps> Only cat, right? Positive things. <laughs> So, so positive things. Do we think that we'll keep the Stario, or do you think that they will recast him? I think Dario keep him, keep is an upgrade. I'm fine He's with a him. Definite upgrade. I'm fine with him. I wish he was a little like grosser, but you know, he doesn't fit the type. Like I always feel like the ones that Danny likes are like big, muscular dudes with wacky hair. I keep expecting. Although so ironically, that's what she didn't like about his dar. In the books is his hair. <laughs> his stupid hair. Okay, she has she has taste levels, right? So she likes. She braids. was fine with blue hair and a gold yeah. mustache and a four, or three pronged beard. But his star's hair was just too over the top for her. Right, right. She likes braids and like weird facial hair. But if you start doing flock of seagulls shit with your hair, she's not into that. It's That's too much. Cool. <laughs> I think she just likes smarmy men. Well, his star is pretty fucking smart. I know. I think she's like, I think she just likes confidence. to be like old and not yeah, hot. That's it. It's like I think she likes younger smarmy men cuz in the book she's 14. I thought his star was younger. I thought he was younger. in like his 30s, which is pretty old when you're 15. Yeah, but so was yeah. Drogo. Yeah, but Drogo was hot. Drogo? Yeah, Drogo no. Was, yeah, he was. Maybe in the show, but I'm not sure. <laughs> no, he was hot in the book, too. Mm. Okay, I'm not a Drogo fan, so I'm the wrong person <laughs> to ask about that. <laughs> but speaking of Danny, I'm actually really intrigued to see the scene where Jorah gets um, kicked out. Yeah, I'm looking Just forward to Just because I feel they're, they're, yeah, they're building it up really well, I think, with the tension between everyone in that group. And so and I'm single, assuming it's episode him 10. out as a separate person. Right. As a separate thing. Yeah. I'm trying to stay positive. Do you think that when he... When he leaves her service, he will get a new costume. Yeah, he yeah, has slave to. Wear. Or will he continue to wear like a shredded version of the yellow shirt in memory of her? Or more importantly, <laughs> will they cast a girl who wears Danny's wig for that one whorehouse? Yes. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, not if my theory is correct and they go straight to Marine with Tyrion. That's no, true. he's going to be shirtless and just wearing that neck scarf. Oh, God. Probably. I'm okay with that. Ian Glenn it can pull that off. Yeah, it's not it's not book uh, Jorah, because book Jorah... <laughs> <laughs> You're not into bears? <laughs> Very hairy ones at that. No. I like that Jorah um, reminded everybody that he was a slaver, that the reason that he wasn't in Westeros was because he got the fuck kicked out for being a slaver. Doesn't mention he's a yeah, spy. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't mention well, that keeps part. that to himself. That part's going to be his, his downfall. <laughs> well, that's Although what they did mention is going to say. It, didn't they mention, the didn't Vera say that they'd stopped receiving updates? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, the, the yeah, you know. But, but Tywin will still, like, betray that in his magical letter. Oh, yeah, that this I letter that Danny's going to get. Yeah. Well, they have good Wi-Fi in... Uh, Across the narrow sea. It's just the Riverlands that doesn't have the Wi-Fi. Yeah, Brienne's screwed now. She's never going to hear anything out of Brienne. Speaking of Brienne. Yeah, speaking of Brienne, how did we love Brienne and Pod, the Traveling Road Show? I love the Traveling Road Show. I love Pod. I love Brienne. I'm very sad, though, that she she and Jamie are no longer together because uh, those were some really, really great scenes. Well, yeah. I just hope... I just, well, I just really want the shot when she comes and saves his ass to be like like super anime shot like where it's 
like uh, like the camera's like on the ground and like Jamie's on the ground and then you like the camera just tilts up and you just see this like impossibly tall person who's just like pissed and she's just like get the fuck up and let's go and then she just drags him off like that with dust that's what I want I'm looking forward to it I do like that idea <laughs> in theory they could be reunited next season depending how fast they go through that. I think they will be yeah, that's probably going to be one of the ending episodes, though. Ugh. They're probably going to drag the Pod and Brienne show around. It's like the Harry, Hermione, Ron through the woods forever kind of thing because they're very good at doing that. Does that mean um, we'll get a dance scene in a tent? I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> oh God, no. I mean, maybe Thoros can do some singing and. Yeah, but they only have one song that they play on the entire freaking show. No, they Rain do play two songs. Oh, Bear and the Maiden Fair. Which is perfect for Brienne. Yes. <laughs> what, like the, the fun, like, hippie peppy version? Or, like... The dirge version. The dirge version? <laughs> God, that's something to look forward to next season. Um... Um, speaking of the Lannisters, anything from King's Landing that we particularly enjoyed? Pedro. Joffrey dying! <laughs> <laughs> the death of a teenager! Yeah. I know that I love Pedro, but that was really great casting. And I, I am, I know that I, at the beginning, was one of the people that was like, oh, gosh, you know, I wish that they hadn't done the casting the way that they had done. But Pedro has really sold it. So yeah. congrats on yeah. that. Yeah. No, he definitely did. He, he was definitely the right person for the role. I am both looking forward to you and completely dreading the next episode with the fight. Crunchy crunch crunch. No shush. Ah. It's going to end with a twirly twirly spear. I just stuff. can't no, wait for the Unsullied. Like the, a lot of this show is just like, haha, the pain. And then just looking to the nearest Unsullied person and just watching them be and in pain. It's like a weird, weird show to watch. But well, that's, that's why it's going to be really bad next season when we're all like, what's happening? <laughs> I know. And all the Unsullied will turn, will turn on us and be like, yeah, bitch, this is how it feels. Yeah, but we know how it feels when we read the books the first fucking time. <laughs> um, we can talk about, about Tyrion and uh, his moments I'm... this season. He, damn, he's, if he doesn't get the Emmy, then I don't know what the fuck just happened this season. I don't know. I don't watch enough TV, so I don't know what he's up against. Yeah, I don't know anything. Breaking Bad, right? Just No, Breaking Bad's over. No, but I mean, our, their last season is eligible for this upcoming... Wait, what, Breaking Bad? I mean, Bad? was it last year? Yeah. yeah no, 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 last the last year. season's up for it. It ended in September, so it's still, yeah, oh, post. Yeah. Which is fine, you know, I felt like this was a much stronger season for Peter than last season, where he was kind of just sitting around doing nothing. Now he has actual things to, you know, chew into as an actor. I thought his last scene was probably his one of his best scenes, the one with Oberyn in the cell, like to date on the show. Yeah, yeah, you know, those have been good. Way better, yeah, way I like better, that than, better the, than the trial. Yeah, same. You know, you really, you really felt it. I was like, you know, I was getting a little teary eyed watching that one. You know, I thought it was great acting in that in that scene. So if he's gonna submit any episode, it should be uh, Mockingbird. Yeah. Well, there I might agree. be stuff from later on too. I mean, he's gonna submit the reel where he's choking Shay to death. Well, I would Please say, give me the, the Emmy. You know, killing, killing Tywin. Yeah, shooting a dude. A I, I sure the fuck hope he's on the toilet. 
Oh, I really want the shitting gold line. Yes. I really want that so badly. Because they, they not did put do him it on a toilet. Because they had Rob ask that question back in season one or two or whatever. I think it was one. One. Yeah. But they also had uh, Bronn say it recently to uh, to uh, Jamie. Right. So see, it's been mentioned. So hopefully, it will be addressed. Do you think I? So I don't think that they're going to shave Lena Headey's head. So that's not going to be as satisfying. It's going to be like Lady Godiva. They could still cut it and have like a weird like what you remember like what's Angelica from Rugrats her her doll's hair. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, the same Well, I mean, if you think about it, it's a wig anyway, so they can do whatever the hell they want. Anyway, so it's not like it'll be. Yeah, but Shocking. it's also black. I don't think that they're going to shave her head. Right. Well, no, I don't think they need to shave her head, but they could still chop it and have no, her have a No, there's nothing wig. worse than a person with hair and a bald cap. There's just, that's, that's not. No, I know. Just have her have shorter hair. Yeah. A shorter wig. If oh, they like just... short, a short wig? Yeah, yeah, if they just, like, take off the length, like, and it's still like sort of symbolic. Length. Yeah. That I think they could hard. do something with it. It can't be a worse wig than what she has now. They're just going to do a Danny. She's just not going to. She's just going to keep. Like I said, guys, they don't want to make any of the girls on this show have their outward flaws, like physical flaws, be it the bitten face, bald heads. It's unfortunate because it's part of their their characterization. But we're on the positive, so I'm not going to say anymore. (laughs) Positivity. I was going to say, should we move on to more of what we're looking forward to? And Kings, I think we've been kind of doing that. Yeah. What I mean, what else? We've talked about Jon Snow and Slint losing his head. Sand snakes. Uh, Sand snakes. Manderleys. Manderleys. Definitely Manderleys. Yeah. Right. Like they're gonna show the Manderleys. Allowing (laughs) our teachers. What they love cannibals. They do love cannibals. (laughs) They've they've invented cannibals that didn't even exist. It's hard for they me like, to stay. There's not enough cannibals. It's hard so. for me to stay positive when every anything I love, they tend to just overlook and like quickly get through it. <laughs> so I'm not being the positive one. It's your I need fault. You tweet these things, and then they read your tweets, and they're like, "Just I don't like really, I don't tweet anything. Yeah, I tweet, tweet. I read blog. They read her Tumblr. Yeah, no, they don't. Oh God. No, they just. It's because you like the North, and they don't know how to write the North. Yeah, I know. And Manderly is in the North, which is concerning. Is it, but they yeah. damn well better yeah. do it. Yeah, but amazing. he's like he's like the one guy in the North that knows how to like you know get shit done in a in the the way that people in the South get shit done. Well, he could have appeared yeah. in the the show already because he's in the Clash of Kings in the brand chapter. You know, just. Yeah, but they didn't do any of that stuff, and they weren't going to cast somebody then. They were going to wait until he's actually a major character. So I get why they haven't had him yet. If you say so, just. Nice. I mean, that's kind of like the Edinburgh of the North. They're gonna they're gonna bring him in. They're gonna make him relevant. They are. It'll be fine for like five minutes. We need Frey Pie <laughs> to validate this podcast. And Davos has to go on his little trip. Yeah, yeah. although they're not going to have Wex throwing daggers at. Maps, but you know, whatever. I ne- that's never I made any sense that, by anyway. Yeah, that's a dumb. I, I just Here's followed him all the way up the north. That made no sense. Yeah, no, it really did. Davos was amazing this season. There's a positivity, and I'm looking forward to more of him. And who? Cunningham. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. 
Well, I can't. If they keep that scene, that scene will be amazing, and it gives <sighs> it's me one like of my favorite scenes. Chills every time I read it. So they. Yeah. And it'd be great to see the court and what they do with it production-wise. You know, the veil is really cool to look at, so it'd be great to see the merman's court. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm going to need Doran, and I'm going to need Arianne, yeah, I don't and know I'm going to need all of Doran. So I've been hearing rumors of Edward James Olmos for Doran. What? I yeah. like it. I think that was fan casting. Is it actually a rumor? I don't that... know. I saw that. That started hitting, like, Twitter, and usually doesn't hit Twitter until it's, like, more mainstream. I'd be okay I'd be that. good with that. Yeah. Oh, that'd be amazing. So... Yeah, I don't know if he would do it, but... What's the age difference between him and uh, Oberyn? Yeah, it's fair. Well, he's, it's yeah, fair. Oberyn's in his 40s. He's, like, um, and... He's supposed to be, like, 50s, right? Well, he Edward James looks... almost can doesn't have to play. Here, he can play. A little here's the thing: Ned Stark and and Stannis are like in their fifties in real life, and they're supposed to be playing thirty year olds. Not a big deal. Well, well no, they're not playing thirty because they've 67. already established that Jamie's forty two or something. Yeah. So yeah, Jamie's yeah. forty. Oh. Uh, that's yeah. But I'm saying like book book canon. They're just much younger than their show counterparts. Right. Well, I mean, the act Edward James almost is. 67 years old so he definitely has that like he was much older than Elia and Oberyn well I know because Pedro's 39 yeah so that works it'd be a little weird he could play and his he, and we already know that like that Oberyn is supposed to be significantly older than um Jamie and Cersei because he was all he was he got to go hang out with them when they were kids so that's true all right all right, so we've got that. We got the Sand Snakes, House of Black and White. We excited about that? Yes. Super excited. Yes. Super excited about that, and more Bravos. Uh, Sansa, she's going to be an entirely new experience for us. We have no idea what's going to happen with her, so that's cool. And ah, uh, Bran and his visions, and having can't more can't wait. Please, Rhaegar. Please, Tower of Joy. Just Ned Stark. Well, that may not come. I just later. want Ned, Ned praying next to the the tree. Let yeah, them be as close as brothers. Yes, that's like as much confirmation as you're gonna get on that. I'm like, come on, George, just come out with it already. He's trolling. I'm looking He's forward trolling. to the. I'm looking forward to the big stab scene at the wall. You know what? You could just <laughs> get off his pockets up. right now, <laughs> Katie. You you're in charge this week, so. You know what? Yeah, actually, with that on that, <laughs> since we're going to ignore that entirely, should we uh, do our toast? Should we have our little toast to Jon Snow, our tradition? Of course. Yes. All right, yeah. everyone, as, as our tradition is to end this podcast, we will raise our glasses, if you have them, and toast to Jon Snow. To Jon Snow. To Jon Snow. And Bowen Marsh. <laughs> Join us next week for Red Viper versus the Mountain, where we will all be basket cases, because we... We will be losing a favorite. Have a good night, everybody. Bye. Bye. And so he broke that sacred oath that Lord of the Crossing. And now the pie crusts cover his skin. And they're so good to eat. Yes, now the pie crusts cover his skin.
I'm sorry, my cat's trying to be on the podcast. Hi, honey. Yeah, I went out. I went out. <laughs> I have I have dragonstone feelings. 